Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. The latest JD Power Tech Experience Index study sounded warning bells about the technologies that are becoming increasingly common in today's vehicles. <laughs> They're great till they aren't. According to the recent survey, and they did a survey with all this technology. So let me, before I even get into all of this, let me ask you a question. If you own a vehicle that's, oh, we'll be gentle here, eight years old or newer, I'm saying 2015 or newer, do you understand, are you using, do you comprehend all the safety features and all the fancy stuff in your car right now? I bet you don't. I mean, for example, my 2018 Equinox has a teen driver, which I'll never use because my kids are all grown, but it's technology that's in the system. And there's a whole bunch of other technologies, lane change warning, lane change mitigation, um, you know, uh, emergency, automatic emergency braking, re reverse emergency braking, all kinds of things that are in your vehicle right now. Adaptive cruise control, my personal favorite, and a whole bunch of other things I can't even pronounce standard in your vehicle right now bet probably you don't know how half of them work so let's keep this simple you and your infotainment system you know you link your phone to your into your infotainment system are you happy with how that's working i use mine predominantly uh the bluetooth and the wi-fi basically use my phone and it's great till it isn't great it's got a lag time i don't like and occasionally it doesn't recognize the phone and we go through all sorts of drama, and it's not pretty. Think about that as I read this. The study underscored the fact that consumers expect their new vehicles to be equipped with the latest digital technologies. And success is dependent on those manufacturers that can execute flawlessly while ensuring the user experience is the same for those who are tech savvy and for those of us who are not. Hand up, raised over here. I always said, and I've said it for years, I will say it again, that the best technology doesn't get in the way of the experience. It should enhance your experience. It should not make things more complicated. And trust me, in some of the vehicles I've reviewed over the last two to three years, some of this technology is so complicated, I needed to go to the manual just to operate the radio. I mean, just crazy. Give you a case in point. One vehicle I just recently reviewed, they just redesigned the infotainment screen and I think they made it worse. Something simple. I wanted to turn on the heated front seat. There's usually a button for it. Nah, you got to go looking through the system to find it now. That's not okay. It's something simple I want to do. I don't have to go looking for it. And then other things where they move stuff around. And for those of us who like AM radio, in some cars, you literally have to dig deep into the uh, infotainment system to turn it on. They haven't exactly eliminated it. They'll show you FM, Bluetooth, uh, you know, auxiliary, whatever. AM's not necessarily there unless you go looking for it. And they make you turn it on. I'm not okay with that. In one of the more curious findings, this study found that 17 of the 21 advanced features now being rolled out across the industry that EV owners reported more problems than owners of gas-powered models did with the same technologies. I'm not sure why that is, but I can guarantee you, as new technology always comes out, it takes a few generations to get it right. 
why the same tech uh, in EVs is more difficult than a gasoline-powered vehicle? Don't know about that. Two particular features stand out that uh, uh, that uh, owners really have a fit about. I'm one of them. They're called biometric features, such as facial and fingerprint readers, uh, or as they call them, and I love this uh, particular particular uh, reference, interior gesture control. Every time I think about that, I'm back in New York, and it's called the Bronx Cheer. I'm going to let you use your imagination, but it has to do with a particular finger, and that's as far as I'm going. Yeah, and for a lot of this stuff, yeah, I'd like to use some of my own interior gesture control. I don't like it. Just because automakers you can do it doesn't mean necessarily that you should do it. I'm one, for example, that I'm all for technology to a point, but I really think that you can go too far. And some of the vehicles that I've experienced have gone too far in terms of making it so complicated that you literally either need a course in how to operate it or you need to spend at least a week with the manual. Nah, mm mm-mm. I should be able to do basic things in that vehicle without having to read everything. And this is where consumers are right now. So you might wonder, who is at the top when it comes to customer satisfaction uh, in the J.D. Power Tech Experience Index? Genesis and Hyundai. That is what $85 billion does for you. Because across Kia, Genesis, and Hyundai, which are all their brands, they spent $85 billion. And right now, when it comes to the overall ranking in premium vehicles, ahead of Cadillac, ahead of Lexus, ahead of BMW, ahead of Mercedes-Benz, is Genesis by quite a bit, actually. Who's at the bottom of the premium experience? Jaguar, Porsche, Audi. Who's in the middle? Uh, That would be BMW, Mercedes-Benz, and Volvo. These folks typically were the uh, industry leaders in this stuff. But it goes to show you, as you push the envelope with all this fancy stuff, you're going to get some pushback. Now, having said that, that's for the premium. Let me throw this at you um, because the other category was what they call mass market. I'm going to read you the top four in mass market. Leading the way, Hyundai. Number two, it's Stablemate, Kia. Number three, GMC. Number four, Ram. The segment average is 478 points. Chevy Subaru round out those that are above the average. Nissan Buick, Ford Toyota, Mini, Jeep, Honda, Volkswagen, Mitsubishi, Chrysler, Dodge, and Mazda are below the average, with, ironically enough, Mazda finishing dead last in this survey. Not the folks I think would finish last. One major caveat that they do talk about in the survey, though. They mentioned Tesla and Polestar, but because they don't disclose certain information, they weren't able to be included in the ranking, although they show up at the bottom. And according to J.D. Power, they say, brand is not... Rank eligible because it does not meet study award criteria. Although had they met them, um, Tesla and uh, Tesla would finish ahead of Genesis and Polestar would be number two, or I'm sorry, number three in that. It would have been Tesla, Genesis, Polestar, just so you know. So there are some that do it right, 
But I really believe that you can get too much technology to the point where it's overwhelming. And your experience in your vehicle should not be overwhelming. So the automaker's got some work to do. It's nothing new. Anytime they come out with new technology, it does take a while to work the bugs out. And you're maybe one or two generations away from them hitting their stride. It's been that way since it's been that way in the industry. So this, to that end, it's nothing new. It's just interesting to see who's getting a clue now and who has a lot of work to do yet. And these results were surprising to me because I thought Lexus for sure would finish at top as usual. But this is not the case. Very, very interesting. So yeah, just thought you should know. We are the Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 